stuff. Belching Welcome to episode number 243 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to the Purple Fox from Purple Fox and the Heebie Jeebies. And that song you just heard, I bet you were, uh, I bet you were into it. You know how I know you were into it? Because you rock. And that song rocks. And that song is called Belching Fire. Yes, Belching Fire from Purple Fox and the Heebie Jeebies Halloween themed record called Something's Brewing. It's Halloween. Now, it's not Halloween season, but that doesn't change the fact that that is some incredible music with some really tasty licks happening in there. Did you get those tasty licks? Some slide guitar, some bassy bass, lots of things happening that I really, really love. And I'm sure you will too. You can stay tuned all the way to the end of the show to hear that song belching fire in its entirety. And please, do you think for a second that your kids are not going to love a song called belching fire? Please, they are going to love it. Been away for a little bit. Uh, I took last week off from putting an episode up because I was in the happiest place on earth. We took our family to Disney World. We went to the Magic Kingdom. We went to Hollywood Studios. We went to Epcot. We went to the Animal Kingdom. And let's just say I have thoughts. I have some thoughts. I think Disneyland is a great place, or Disney World. Well, Disneyland is great too. And while we were there... There were often moments that were not the happiest moments on earth, but it didn't change the fact that when we got home, we were already thinking about when we could do that again. How is that? Why is that? Someone, someone explain this to me. How is it that our kids were fighting constantly? They were in each other's space and business constantly. Yet when we got back, we were already thinking about going back again. Explain it because I don't get it. But what I do get is the purple fox and you're going to love to hear from him. And hear his song and his group song, Purple Fox and the Heebie-Jeebies, belching fire at the end of the show. But let's hear from the Purple Fox right now. It's a great pleasure to welcome the Purple Fox to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Mr. Purple Fox, how are you today? Hey, hey. All right. Good, good. It's good to talk to you. We've been we've been talking a little bit, but I, I am uh, really excited about this opportunity to get to know you and to get to know your music. So where where are you right now? I am in Sunnyvale, California. Do you know where that is? I do know where that is. It's uh, south of San Francisco in like the yep. Sil- Silicon Valley area. Yes. Yeah. We are, you- are neighbors with Facebook and Google and all Apple and. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are. I, I'm an odd one. Yeah, you you were right in there. I'm surrounded by software engineers. Yes, you sure are. I spent some time there as we talked about earlier today. It is a very nice part of the country. It is. It's lovely. So, so Purple Fox, you have a band. What's the name of your band? Purple Fox and the Heebie-Jeebies. Okay, and I, I spent some time listening to Purple Fox and the Heebie-Jeebies today, and, and we're going to talk about some of the music and, and some of what inspires you. But one thing that's great about uh, getting to talk to you today is I get to learn a little bit about you, and I think that that really helps people to understand where you're coming from and why you make the music that you make. So, so where are you coming from in a musical way? Well, in a musical way, I listen to many, many different styles of music. Um, 
So musically, I'm coming from uh, classical, progressive rock, funk, reggae. I mean, you name a style and I, I will listen to it and try and digest it. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Afro-Peruvian music, Afro-Cuban music. I really love to dance um, music from Zimbabwe. Um, I don't know if that really comes out in my music, but um, I, I got my master's in, in music composition. So I, I really have tried to learn as many different styles of music in as many different cultures as I could. Hmm. So what is, what are the things that you study when getting a master's in music composition? <laughs> so like for any any aspiring musicians that, that are interested in this as a career, like what is that? What is entailed in that? And what does that all mean? <laughs> uh, I, I, I got a little bit um, of freedom when I was getting my my master's, my my um, the first quarter that I was in college, my my advisor actually went on sabbatical. So I was passed on to someone else and then someone else said, oh, I can't take you. And then uh, suddenly I had all the freedom in the world and no one to um, claim responsibility for me. So I was able to <laughs> I was able to actually, you know, some some people that would be, oh, I don't have to do any work. But for me, it was actually exactly what I needed. I actually was able to take um, composition lessons and guitar lessons from the entirety of the staff um, of the faculty that was there. So I, I learned I, I love learning from everyone. Um, and I think that's that's part of where um, my music is is coming from. I I <laughs> if you follow uh, I've done three albums so far with Purple Fox and the Heebie Jeebies and the next album is going to be not not completely different. But it's going to be definitely a lot more um, styles and genres are going to be uh, incorporated in that as so, well. So are we breaking news here that Purple Fox and the Heebie Jeebies, there's going to be a new record soon? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if that's breaking news, but yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be news. <laughs> uh, it is news. Um, in uh, July of 2020, uh, I'll be releasing my next album, which is titled Confidence. Great. And, uh, and cool. Cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm not it. exactly sure how many songs are going to be on there. I always like to write um, twice as many songs and then cut them down <laughs> um, to to not only my favorites, but also ones that flow nicely together. And then, you know, if if there's ones that that I want to um, keep, I'll keep in the mix. I'll, I'll put it push it to the next album. Um but yeah, I, I kind of have eight more albums planned out. <laughs> oh wow, okay, that's good. It's good to have. It's good to have a plan. It's good to have yeah. a roadmap to get where you want to be. So exactly, you aim for the stars so you can make it over the fence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. That makes a ton of sense. So um, one thing that I notice, and I, and I, I you know spend some time listening to the music and and looking at the website is there's at least one picture I saw of you performing live, and you have two drummers. Now that's yes. something pretty unique in the world yeah. at large to have do two drum set drummers. I think it could be really cool for people to find out like why a band would do that and like how that works, two drummers playing together. Uh these two drummers just sound amazing together and I I love surrounding myself with amazing musicians and I mean 
I think these two drummers, uh, they have different styles, and but they really listen to each other, um, and they were able to really click. Um, I mean, I, I just saw, um, maybe not just, maybe uh, a couple of months ago, I just saw uh, Santana play, and, and he had three drummers on stage. Oh, wow. And uh, it was so good. Uh, King Crimson had three, I think he had four drummers at one point in time. Uh I don't know if you you're familiar with King Crimson, but sure. they are. You know, I really love um, music that kind of breaks the norm a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think having two drummers kind of <laughs> breaks the norm. Sure, I mean, and well, one thing it definitely does, and this is something that I noticed uh, in a lot of Purple Fox and the Heebie Jeebie songs is there's a a lot of really good rhythmic stuff going on. Is yeah. that is that something that you're you're really drawn to musically? Uh, well, I could go deep into that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm in if you're in. <laughs> sure. Um, rhythm is the essence of all music. Even if you're talking about pitch and notes, um, you can still actually analyze the notes as rhythm and, and timing. So yeah, rhythm is very, very important to me. Um, I actually, the reason why I went back to, to get my master's in music was because of rhythm. I really liked the idea of two different rhythms going at the same time, polyrhythms. And um, I, I <laughs> actually, this it has come, come full circle a little bit. Um, I like the idea of thinking about rhythms as different cultures uh, in the world, you know, putting two different rhythms together. Um, uh, maybe that's just going way too deep. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, no, but I think it's it's really good and it makes sense. And it, it's like, well, there's a lot of ways that that you can make that that line, right? Like that through line. It's it's taking two cultures and putting them together, which essentially is what music is in a lot of ways, right? It's Very taking true, yeah. it's taking pieces from other places and putting them together. If if you're influenced by it, and what comes out of it is something totally new. Um, and I think that that is uh, is a, is a, is actually a really cool and beautiful way to think about music in general, but specifically uh, with what you all do. Um, So I I totally think that that's fair and obvious and not nearly deep enough. Um, So, so, but But I also, uh, I also do just like to dance. Yeah. (laughs) And there's that too, right? Like it doesn't, in the, in the, in the end, the purple Fox points out that it is not necessarily rocket science, even though you can get a master's in it, sometimes you just want to dance. And, true. <laughs> and that is a okay. So the the latest record that um that you've released is is a Halloween record. So we're about a month delayed from Halloween. But in my house, oh no no no, we're we're definitely eleven months early. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. Because I was gonna say it's always kind of <laughs> Halloween in my house. We're always there's always someone in some type of costume. But um, I do think we are eleven months early for next Halloween. But what yes. what inspired you to to create a um a Halloween themed record to begin with? Well, first of all, I love Halloween. I love the, um, I love the idea that there is a day where we get way more creative license to be whatever we want to be, um, and dress up with whoever we want to dress up as, um, whether it be, you know, the color red crayon or whether it be, uh, a ghost or a witch or, um, you know, puns and, and, you know, word plays, 
there's so much creativity that happens on Halloween that I, my whole family just latches onto it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, musically, I, I love, um, I, I think also that gave me a lot of creative license to go a little more spooky. Um, <laughs> I love, I love the, um, the soundtracks that Denny Elfman ha- has created. Um, I, I love listening to classical music. So, you know, even Igor Stravinsky's Rite of Spring has some really dark, fun, um, spooky, but not too scary uh, music that you can just enjoy. Oh, that's, wow, that's awesome. Um, and and I think that there's like, you, you can get a real feel, you know, yes, Halloween's fun and it's creative time, but like for for all the different things that, that you all do as a band, right? So I'm thinking about like old Zonky Donkey, uh, which is, I mean, you know, just tell me about the song and the feel because the, it's definitely different from the very first song, Something's Brewing. So maybe you yeah. take those two songs because I think they're really good sort of if, if uh, picture painting of what you all are, are all about. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, style of music, they're, they're pretty different from the first track, which is Something's Brewing to the, is that the fourth track yep yep old zonky donkey old zonky donkey Um, the fourth track (laughs) (laughs) um but actually there's kind of an underlying jazz theme that goes through it the the harmony the the chord progressions are are um there's a lot of really interesting uh harmonies and voice leading that goes on Mm -hmm. it's definitely Um, got and and the production has sort of a throwback feel too is that accurate yeah Uh yeah um, well, especially, yeah, I, I mean, I love like old twenties jazz and I mean, I love jazz from like every, every era of jazz. Um, and I think the, yeah, there's definitely a throwback to, to early jazz for the first track. Um, and then the old zonky donkey. <laughs> um, I, I just want to say this is a quintessentially perfect good stuff kids podcast moment when we're talking about like. 20s jazz and then we seamlessly segue into the old zonky donkey (laughs) (laughs) you know old zonky donkey is is it's a little bit of jazz and then it's a little bit of storytelling i mean it's a whole lot of storytelling and um and some kind of bluegrass old country (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um and then, so that so we we go from this like something's brewing, which is really rhythmic, and the old zonky donkey, which has got all those different elements to it, jazzy, a uh, little bluegrassy, and then track six. I don't want to. I I want you to say is the that name. Belching fire. That sure is. <laughs> so I think everyone wants to know what is the story behind belching fire. Belching fire. So my son Jude, he sings that track, um, and he sings it live too. So. Uh, this is a family band, by the way. My uh-huh. my son and my daughter both sing, uh, and then my wife plays trumpet. No pressure, of course. I I wanted to keep it fun for them. So yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if they're not wanting to to play in a gig, that's that's fine. And I I um I I I respect my my family. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I try I try and keep them fun. Uh-huh. Um, okay, Belching Fire is a story about a dragon that uh you know is is needing to find some confidence and uh doesn't 
it is it doesn't have the ability to to breathe fire quite yet and so it's it's kind of a song to to get that dragon to find his flame oh nice okay so <laughs> and I think that in addition to like all the different sort of musicality, this is also like an entree into an entree, I think is the French way to say entry, or it's just like the main course into like how like different these songs are and the sense of humor that goes into what you're doing as well. And knowing that it's a family band, like there's nothing funnier than than belching, period. And that add belching <laughs> fire, like I, that makes so much sense so the oh, there's other... nothing funnier than the the end of that track too with, with all the trombone yeah yeah well no, yeah we that is uh that's called a, a moderate spoiler but you got to listen to oh. it if you want to hear no no it's good it's good we want to i didn't mean spoiler alert spoiler alert exactly so so in that vein of like a, a little bit more of the the silliness is a zombie brain freeze tag which i think i understand conceptually but um you know what what is going on here oh i, I still don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right that, that was that was a song so every song is is quite different for me um and i actually enjoy um challenging myself with every different every song being different you know um sometimes the the lyrics come first sometimes the music comes first sometimes they come together uh, at the same time, uh, that one was definitely a title that I really wanted to try and make work. And <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, zombie brains, brain freeze, uh-huh. okay. freeze okay. tag. So I, I wanted ah. to just somehow put, you know, eating ice cream too fast with zombies and playing tag. Yeah, I think it it makes perfect sense now that you've explained it. So I'm totally in it. Um, so, I mean, but that's just, that's like just, not every song, but that's a bunch of the songs from this new record. Something's Brewing, It's Halloween, which is 11 months early for next Halloween. But there's two other records as well. Um, and the song that, uh, you know, the Something of Love, which I think is just like conceptually yeah. like a great album title. Um Tell me about, I mean, the fifth track, I believe, is pretty reggae. Like, please, I don't want to harsh your mellow. And it's just another side of what you all do. And I I really like that one. But what? um, tell me about the song, the actual song, the something of love. Because I just love the, I don't know if that's Mm. even a pun or just me not having enough words in my vocabulary. But, like, (laughs) the idea is, is really cool if you even just think about it for a second. Yeah, the something of love. You know, when I wrote that song, uh, so I love collaborating. I love writing songs with other people. Um, not only because um, it's easier, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but also when when you write with someone else, you're, it, it's it's not that it's it's a cop out. Um, well, I, I'm sure that there's some songwriters that that you know they they take the easy way out and find someone that can write the song for them. But for me, I really enjoy writing songs with other people because everyone has a totally different approach to writing songs. And we'll write a song, but I'll also learn their their style and, and um, their approach to songwriting. So the Something of Love, that one in particular, um, I think that was one of the first songs that I wrote on the album and it became the, the title track. And when we were writing that song, you know, I, I had the idea of, you know, I wanted it to be a love song. 
I want it to be, you know, something like the something of love. And, and then I, you know, people were like, well, what about this of love or that of love? And I'm like, no, no, I think, I think I want it to be the something of love. And, and what that allowed me to do as a songwriter was I could continue to fill in the blanks and what, what that allowed, I think the end product of the song for a listener to, to listen to is, ah, oh, the something of love. There are so many different aspects to love um, that, you know, when you're thinking about the something of love, it's, it, you got to think deeper. You got to think, well, what is, what is love to you? So for the first line, when you give some flowers and it's unexpected, that's the something of love. You know, it, it feels so good to be in your heart locket. That's the something of love. Um, there's something I could, I could write probably another 10 songs, 10 verses for, for that song, and it could still be the something of love. You know, I, I, I try and make up words to my songs. Actually, that's, that's what my family does. We make up alternate lyrics <laughs> all uh-huh. the time. Um, and that, I think that's, that's when you know you got a, a good one. Yeah, when, definitely. And, and yeah. To, to open it up to that conceptually, like that's, a, that's like really, it, it's both like deep and meaningful for adults, but also like really uh, understandable for kids too, yeah. right? Because it, you can show love and, and experience love in all different ways. So I think- that's... Well, Mike, that that is exactly why I think I started writing children's music is because it's it's not I wanted to write music for children and it's not I wanted to, um, well, okay. I wanted to write music that, you know, is so difficult writing children's music because there's some people out there that, you know, they say, oh, hey, what kind of music do you write? And I say, oh, I write children's music. And they, you know, some songwriters turn off. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, why are you turning off? I, I think sometimes children's music gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I write children's music for adults so that adults can enjoy it with their kids. That's, you know, I, I think for me, some, some children's music, you know, I, I would want to put on music for my kids. And, um, sometimes it was not as, um, deep and meaningful for me as an adult to listen to with my kids and want to, you know, start conversation with my kids or, um, you know, I feel like some of the best children's music is, uh, you know, maybe even like Sly and the Family Stone or, you know, I am everyday people, you know, where it's not really like children's music per se, but it's so, it so works. Right. Right. The, you know, the, you're a shining star, no matter who you are. Yeah. yeah. Earth, wind and fire. Well, yeah. Earth, wind and fire. Yeah. <laughs> like I think about like, Help by the Beatles is is some, another oh, one that yeah. falls into that kind of category where like thematically um, it it works for everyone and I think that you are um, you're doing it right if that's the goal if that is your goal to write music that 
that parents can listen to with their kids and it can, you know, be both silly, right? And fun and funny and also like really meaningful. Um, that's that you're right in there. So without being preachy, I don't want to, Oh, definitely not preachy. Right. Right. And I I really don't want to be, um, specifically educational with, with these, these songs. Mm -hmm. I really want them to be, I mean, not, I, it's not that I'm, I, I don't want them to be educational, but uh, that's not the purpose, really. Like, you know, please don't, please, I don't want to harsh your mellow, for for instance. Yeah. Um, you know, that song, it's, it's talking about please, when you want something and you don't know what to say, please, when you want something and, and you need it right away. Um, you know, I, it, it's not saying you need to say it. It's, it's offering a suggestion, be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. I love that there's a, a – I just love the thought put into it. I really, I really, really do. Um, so so there's, there's three records. My Purple Fox is the first one. And then there's the Something of Love in addition to Something's Brewing. It's Halloween. I, should, I actually think you're selling yourself short. There's four <laughs> records because one of them, you did an instrumental of the, of the first record, right? Yes. Like all the instrumental tracks. So what was the – That's uh, true. I, I mean, look, I think that's a phenomenal idea. And I, I think that you and I listen to lots of different kinds of music. And I'll speak for myself. But I don't think it's out of line to say that a lot, both of us listen to a lot of music without words um, yeah. for whatever reason. Like I, I don't really know. No, it's just sometimes that's just what you want. So what you know, was that the- album? That album was such. So my purple fox was such a fun funk album that, um, and I love listening to the meters. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, just instrumental funk music. Yep. It get, just gets me dancing, and um, I also like singing karaoke. And so I, <laughs> I, I wanted to put out that album as an instrumental. <laughs> yeah, nice. Just in case there was someone else out there that wanted to that let that likes the songs and they wanted to sing them kind of as karaoke. Nice, perfect. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I like both of those things. What is your? And this is a, I think a never before asked. Uh, Good Stuff Kids podcast question. So we're hitting all kinds of like the right notes today. Um, awesome. Pun intended. What is your go-to <laughs> karaoke song? Oh. Uh, wow. I don't <laughs> I know. know. That's a total, that's a total <laughs> put you on the spot kind of thing. You know, okay. I, I like to, I like to kind of change it up every now and then, okay. you know, once <laughs> I yeah I I don't know okay I well, mean the the Beatles are always fun U two is always fun oh you know what I really enjoy is the Talking Heads oh nice Not yeah like burning down the house or something Sa- yeah, yeah either either that or Once in a Lifetime oh yeah, yeah. same as it ever was same as it ever was yeah Good. <laughs> folks if you're listening to this that is a very very it shows that the purple purple fox has a very very strong karaoke game. Very strong. <laughs> so if, if people are in the Bay Area, should they look you up to do some karaoke? I mean, that makes sense, uh, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, I do. I do enjoy karaoke. <laughs> but that's not the point of this. But let's just say, but, you people... know, I think I think I enjoy, especially with my kids and my family. Like I, I really enjoy, you know, ever since Apple Music uh, started putting out the um, the lyrics uh-huh. on uh, on their uh their streaming service, mm-hmm. uh, 
it, all of a sudden my kids started really enjoying karaoke. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's great. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, as, as a non Apple music user, that is a, uh, that's a good look at Silicon Valley I didn't, I didn't selling, the, selling the Apple products. Well done. I am not sponsored in any way, <laughs> shape or form. <laughs> Very on brand. Um, so purple Fox, how do we, how do we keep up with you? How do we follow you, find you the social media, the website? So we know when the new records come in. And by the way, would love to have you come back to talk about the new record when the time is right. So that goes without saying, but, um, how, what what are the ways in which we can keep up with everything that you're doing? So my mypurplefox.com is our official website, and that has the links to uh, everything that you'd want, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know for sure, <laughs> but definitely mypurplefox.com. Um, and then we are also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and SoundCloud and uh, YouTube. We have uh, we have a TV show that won best children's programming uh, in the nation on community television called Afternoon Snack. Um, and I just put out uh, our our third episode. That's cool. really fun. You can find that on YouTube. Okay. Um, and you can you can actually do YouTube with the backslash My Purple Fox. So. You can find us Facebook, My Purple Fox, Instagram, My Purple Fox, uh, Twitter, My Purple Fox, or YouTube, My Purple Fox as well. Well, okay, great. And you are, thank you for sharing all of the music and all your thoughts behind it and, and all of the intention behind it. And you really are our Purple Fox. So thank you so much <laughs> for your time. And it was great talking to you. Uh, thank you so much, Mike. And that's our Purple Fox. Check him out and check his band out and all the ways that you can check them out because they're doing good stuff for sure. Certified and bona fide. And now here is Belching Fire from the song Something's Brewing. It's Halloween. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you very, very, very soon.
Yes, that was Belching Fire by Purple Fox and the Heebie-Jeebies. And now for an out-of-this-world experience. Good stuff.